covered. A little slapoo. Yeah, we're covered. Hey, welcome to the podcast, folks. Ooh. That's Trevor. I'm Chris. You should already know us, and if you don't, we're the two lonely boys in a canoe. If you don't know, now you know. Now you ninjas. know, ninjas. What's happening? It's glad. I'm glad. It's glad. I'm glad. It's glad to be here. <laughs> we have uh, the Chris Evans, the the gorgeous George. Gorgeous George over here, gravel shits over here. Yeah. How you doing today, Trevor? Pretty good, man. That's so, great, man. Got to hide from the world and uh, got to chase flies once in a while. Did my Chris Evans thing? Yeah, we, 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 got, we got a little bit of a fly problem in our apartment. We are right over the freaking garbage area oh, yeah. in our apartment complex. Two, two and the over. flies just love to float up from the garbage area and come in our window. So, it was actually pretty trippy earlier. I was doing my whole, like, uh, kung fu thing. I was like, if you want the flies to escape, don't push them out. Let them out. You know? So, I just, like, really slowly opened the window, like, super slow. And as I was doing that, like, one by one, each fly was kind of going out the window. And I was like, it's working. It's working. But then, the second I sat back down, they just flew back in. I was like, ah, shit. That happens. Hey, it's a fly's world, but it would be nothing without you. <laughs> Thank you, James Brown. It's a girl's world. Wait, no, it's a fly's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without you, girl. Or I could say, uh, the human fly, and I don't know why, buzz, buzz, buzz. I'm Jeff Goldblum in the movie Fly. I'm just <laughs> de- de- uh, decaying and stuff. Yeah. My fingernails are coming off. It's also the song Human Fly by Cramps, classic. Surf punk song. Surf punks. You know when we're sitting on the beach and we want to get rowdy, we go ahead and we grab all beers and we throw them at your missus. Ah. Not my fish and chips. Not my fish and chips. You done knocked me pizza on the floor. God save the queen. God save the queen. Brexit's not real. All lies. (laughs) And our teeth are fucked. (laughs) Yeah, that's something I never got about England. They got universal health care, but their dental plan, shit. <laughs> they still get made fun of, even though, even though they're one of the more prosperous nations. Hey, still you know who's got famous. straight te- uh, teeth? The queen. I guess money does buy happiness, yeah. or at least straight teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Those have been the queen for 70 fucking years now, but yeah. She had to blow a guy really well to know. <laughs> He's like, I'm giving it all up, lady. She's been blowing dudes since World War II. I mean, she's got skills. Oh, yeah. You ever see that video? There's a a clip online, and it's like curb your enthusiasm thing. But it's basically the queen showing a guy the grounds. And he's looking at her as she's describing it, and she points to the sundial. And he goes, it's under a tree. You know? It's a sundial. Yeah. And he go, and she like thinks about it for a second. She goes, "Have we ever thought of that?" Like they didn't realize for years there was a sundial in the shade. Like, oh, that's so hilarious. That's how little they pay attention. Yeah, well, that's how rich they are. They just have some expensive sundial that's been there for hundreds of years, and it's been planted next to a tree. I wonder if the tree was planted first there, or the sundial. The sundial was obviously after the tree, but still. Yeah, you know, it's a stupid place to put a fucking yeah, <laughs> sundial. That is pretty silly. You're supposed to put it on like a piece of concrete or something. Well, it's like you you see people uh, like doors that lead to nowhere. You see some of those the crazy doors. houses. 
Bum, 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 bum. The dwarves that lead to nowhere. Yeah. But you see, like, those crazy houses where you open a door and it's a brick wall. Yeah. So he's nowhere like, what? Or stairs. I love that from nowhere. Rick and Morty. Uh, really fake doors. Is that guy that's just selling a bunch of really fake yeah, doors? Exactly. He's like, where does this one go? Nowhere. What about this one? Absolutely nowhere. That dude would do well in San Francisco. There's a lot of homes. Well, it's like the commercial goes like on that. and he's selling all these fake doors and then he goes and he's like off the set. He's walking off the set and he gets into his car. He like drives home. He gets stuck in traffic. He's like, come on. And he finally gets home and he walks into his house. And the like walking back into his house, it's the another commercial. It's a set for another commercial. He goes, a lot of really fake doors here, folks. I'm telling you. And it's like it's the same commercial. <laughs> yeah. Mind fucks. That's funny. So funny. Dan Harmon might be a weird fuck, but he can write a weird story. Very true. Yeah. It's got to be a circle. <laughs> his whole like uh, writing circle writing method. Boy. So funny. So what's up, Trevor? What's the good news? What do we got on the agenda for today? Well, we got some uh, some random new local, national, global news. Some new news. Some new news. New news coming to you topless. <laughs> uh, it's been it's been warm here. It's Maybe. been one week since you looked at me. Two weeks since you put on sunscreen. <laughs> Three weeks since you drank since enough water. You. Four weeks and then I, I said, said fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> Better drink all that water. Da, da, da. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's been warm. Actually, uh, I may, I'm going to correct myself because the Oregon Country Fair was this weekend, not the weekend prior. And so a lot of people were at the Oregon Country Fair, and the county fair was going on. Yeah, yeah, I had uh, driven by it earlier today, and every time I drive by it, it kind of reminds so me of county when, fair. Yeah, when I was a kid, um, you know, they'd always have the cool rides and stuff. But man, if you look at like how much you used to spend taking a kid to a fair, it was way cheaper than like an amusement park. Whereas now, when you take a kid to the fair. It's as expensive, if not, you know, like, yeah. you might it's as well closer. take them to a, an amusement park. It's closer, probably, than the amusement park, but, yeah. because, yeah. like, you think of it, all right, taking yourself to a, to an amusement park, probably 20 bucks to get in, something like that, and then you want to ride some rides and you want to play some games. Well, let's figure the games are five bucks for, you know, a try or something. So, you want to play three or four games, that's 20 bucks there. And then you want to ride some rides? Well, each one of the tickets or the bands is probably 40 to 80 bucks. Yeah. And then you want candy, like MC yeah. Chris. I want candy. I want candy. Bubblegum or taffy. Yeah. No, so you figure taking three kids and yourself to a fair, you're going to spend $1,000. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. That's pretty crazy about the fair thing. All I'm saying is, folks, build your own fairs. Construct your own poorly made uh, uh, Ferris yes. wheels in your backyard and, and, and treat, your that, ch- treat your children to a constant Ferris wheel of death and uh, torture. Also, uh, make sure you tame it so we can laugh at your uh, despair later on. Have some cheesy uh, hosts make fun of you. Why don't we just have a bunch of, of people that listen to us and they're, they're really good carpenters? <laughs> oh, not like Jesus Christ the shitty carpenter? Not like Jesus Christ the shitty carpenter. Yep. it's not. There's not much known about Jesus except that he wasn't great at carpentry. Or if he was good, he just didn't do it there often because, I mean, he didn't help me today. I he could have a, used some... He was always preaching, you know, instead preaching. of building stuff, he was preaching too much. 
Jesus. Jesus, get back to work. Let's go. Oh, yeah, that's something I did today. I uh, did a little carpentry. Work. Trevor did a little woodworking. Yeah, and by that, I mean he played with his tools. All of them. <laughs> now, I, uh, I just finished putting in some uh, side supports for the guitar stand. It was good. Did my little area. And I also listened to my album... At the same time. Yeah. So I got stoned with two birds at once. Got Ricky stoned would say. with two birds at once. This man is all over it, folks. Yeah, no, today's been pretty good. Uh, work was busy. Uh, I definitely have more appreciation for certain people at my job. When you, when you work at a rough job, having decent people around you makes it so much better. 100%. You know, and, and it, it boggles the mind, man, because... In, in the time and the effort it takes three of us to do, you know, all the work, it takes five to seven people. <laughs> it's stupid. You know, if, if we hired good people and we had good people that worked for us, we wouldn't need to hire ten guys. We need to do a good people test. Be like, all right, do this real quick. I think there should be, within your 90 days, you know, there should be a clause. If, you, if we want to get rid of you at any point in time, we should be able to. I've had jobs where you can do that. There are jobs, and in Oregon, there are state laws that are just like, you know, you can just fire people and, and it's no uh, reason or why kind of thing. You got to you gotta list it if they go to file for unemployment. But, yeah, but, I do think there are employees that do crazy shit where you have to be like, all right, you're out of here. Not even that. It's more people that just come in, and they are getting paid a paycheck, but they don't try. You know, they just show up. They try bro. enough. They do what they're paid to do. They do just enough. But in in turn, you know what that does to the rest of the crew? It makes you have to work double hard. You know, and that that pisses me off because your lack of wanting to give a shit is making me work double hard. So, you know, people, just try out there. You don't got to be a superstar. You don't have to be a rock star, but give it a shot, man. You know, if you start a new job and you're trying out something that you're maybe not comfortable with, just give it your best, you know, and at least you can say at the end of the day, I tried my hardest, you know, even if it doesn't work out. But fuck, man. People got to give a shit sometimes. We do. Mm-hmm. I could do my overview. Mm-hmm. I could do that real quick. And I uh, I actually took your joke seriously, and I'm playing uh, Hawaiian folk music. Okay. So this should be interesting. It's like, I actually, I actually do listen to Hawaiian music because I listen to a lot of weird... I like Hawaiian music. music. Yeah. Hawaiian music is very, uh, very soothing, like very uh, calming. It is. Yeah, it's not usually going to make you want to fight people. Like, It's not like all of a sudden some grindcore, you know, ah, I'm fighting the shark with my teeth. Well, I bet there's some hardcore uh, like Hawaiian music out there, but... Oh, yeah. For the most part, like, you think of, like, ukuleles and, like, uh, flowers and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you think of steel guitars and... and yeah. Steel drums. Ukuleles. Eucalyptus. Uh, no, that's just... <laughs> no, I know, I know, but it, it rhymed, kind of. <laughs> hey, I'm uking around here, man. Oh, this guy. <laughs> Don't juke the uke. Don't juke the uke. <laughs> I just got a sign outside of, like, town hall. Don't juke the uke. They're like, what are you upset about? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Nobody does. That's the problem. 
They're like, this guy's got something. He's on to it. Fuck you, bitch. Trevor doesn't like ads, but he puts up with them. They're like ex-wives. Yes. You know? He doesn't like them, they're but like, he puts up with but them. They're like For the many. kids. For the kids. All right, folks. Name is Kahali Ali. Kahali Ali, uh, Kahali uh, Ali Loxon free. I mean, I've been with a Hawaiian chick, but I was, I was busy doing other things besides proper ways to learn Hawaiian and Polynesian names. You were roasting pigs, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was sticking some pigs, if you know what I mean. I was. Uh, roasting a pig or two. I was. I, my surfboard was definitely in the ocean, if you know what I mean. Oh. Oh. Ocean. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so it's the song is called You Ku'upu. Okay. I think. I, Polynesian people, forgive my terrible pronunciations. So, yeah. There you go. It's called, and the album's called The Uncle in Me, album one. Nice. I know, I don't think Dirty Thoughts, people. He's talking about being uncle other people, not the other way around. Dirty uncles. Not dirty uncles being in being in their nephews. No, no. Why don't you take a seat here? <laughs> Why don't you take a seat here? I'm Chris Hansen, Dateline in BC. Take a seat. <laughs> it's like Chris Hansen. Oh no. Chris Hansen at a Hawaiian concert. The like. Hansenites. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's good. He's he's been around since the since the seventies and eighties. I had a buddy. Can you imagine Chris Hansen getting caught up in one of his own stings, but for like a different <laughs> for a different uh, show. That would be the universe correcting itself. Right? Or, or like, he being a part of another sting where it's, like, his family member. It's like, Dad, what are you doing here? Is this... Oh, no! <laughs> he realizes. Why don't you take his... Dad? And then the dad just jumps out of a window real quick. Yeah! <laughs> dad, where are you going? There's cops everywhere. I don't care. <laughs> He's like, if I keep my knees running, <laughs> if I keep my feet moving, they won't be able to catch me. I am... Sir, freeze! <laughs> I am the walrus. <laughs> Cuckoo, kachoo. <laughs> I am the Eggman. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's pretty fucking... That's pretty great. I like Hawaiian music. I'll send you the link. Everyone look up Willie K. Very relaxing. He's been yeah. around since the 70s, 80s. My bass player in a punk band I had, the fancy Chinese businessman, he was half Hawaiian and he would listen to him because his family was from Hawaii and listened to traditional ones. Sure. And I guess my, his uncle saw him 
And said he was excellent. That's he's great. Really good. Yeah. So, yeah. Really, he's a really good guitar player. He plays ukulele. Uh, they also have a really good piano player in there. They have a drummer. They have a slide guitar player too. You got a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, they have all the things. <laughs> and there and there's of course usually like some background hula dancers and singers and oh, yeah. What well, what would you expect if you went to a Hawaiian show? A I bunch would of actually hot go. Chicks and a bunch of fire uh, twirling. If, if Willie K came here, I would go see him. Oh, I'd, be, I'd be like, why, why not? not? He's he's pretty much like the Bob Marley. So or Willie the, K, if you are out there the in Radio of, Land, we yeah, need you to come to Eugene, Oregon. Yes. <laughs> And if you, we will gladly interview you, and we'll, I'll jam with you. That'd we'll, be cool. we'll gladly intervene and interview you, and I'll jam with you and tell you terrible Hawaiian jokes. Like, hey, what did uh, one Hawaiian Muslim say to another Hawaiian Muslim? Aloha, Akbar. Oh no. Oh. What did one pineapple say to the other pineapple? Nothing, because they don't fucking talk. No, bitch, you're gonna be on a pizza. Ah. <laughs> That's not where pineapple belongs. <laughs> Get it right, people. Pineapple hey. does not belong on pizza. If you hey. feel otherwise, <laughs> jump out of this window immediately. Hey, Trevor, what? how what? do you feel? <laughs> It's okay. It's not ah, my favorite. Get out of this window. Get uh, out of this window. It's not my favorite. I never pick it. I, but if it's on a pizza, you'll eat it. Ooh. I'll just be like, fucking, I'll eat it. But I never order Hawaiian pizza. I would rather just eat the pineapple separately. People, I love pineapple and people, I love pizza. Eat your pizza and have your pineapple as dessert. That is a great idea. I agree, I agree 100% to that. What the hell is wrong with people? Stop eating your your cookie-laced desserts. Well, it's like people... You wouldn't eat an Oreo-flavored pizza, would you? It's it's like people trying to, like, make new styles of pizza, like the taco pizza. What do you think about the taco pizza, for example? They need to stop while they're ahead. Okay? The (laughs) pizza has been made great forever, and that's why we stole it from the Italians. That's what we did. We stole it from the Italians. World War II, that's what we did. We made it better. Yes. We made it New York. (laughs) Yes. World War II happened. Imagine we got Chicago had... deep dish. Yes. Stop fucking with pizza weirdly. Do not put pineapple calzones on out here in the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. All the pineapple distributors in the world unite. Dole do not company, se- what's do up? Do not sell it in pizza shops. <laughs> Dolomite. Dolomite. Dole. Dolomite. Yes. Yeah, so now we're going to have a bunch of angry pizza companies writing us up, Chris. Like, we're, we're going to put all the pineapple we want. People like, just sending us pizzas with pineapples on them. <laughs> What's happening? Trevor's eating pizza. He's like, this is great. <laughs> I mean, like, it's free pizza, Chris. I'm not, I'm, you should have some. Ah, I'm Chris, throwing pizza out the window. Chris, I'll just take the pineapple off. And what's funny is we live across the alleyway from a Calazone shop, which yeah. is the type of pizza that's been... Turn it into like think of a giant hot pocket. Think of much. a hot pocket, but like Better. bigger. Yeah, bigger. bigger. Yeah. So yeah, uh, they put pineapple in one of theirs. So we should go there and be it's like, yeah. fucking anarchy. It's anarchy. We just have anarchy in the pizza shop. Just, yeah, burning stuff. You just like get them on top of tables. You start flipping things, and they're like, "What's wrong with you? You think pineapple belongs on pizza?" They're like, "What?" Henry Rollins just shows up and starts yelling on a microphone. You're like, "What's going on?" The mosh pit happens. Just pepperoni everywhere. Yeah, I do have a take this. You say that you're my friend, you're one of them. And people are just kicking over Parmesan. I do have a real quick funny story about 
this place involving my buddy Sean, who's a friend, a good friend of mine, funny dude. It was him, myself, another guy we worked at this this uh, job with, a guy named Crazy other guy. Antone. <laughs> other guy, uh, name started with a K. It was uh, Keith, but different Keith, Keith. Richards. No, di- <laughs> different Keith than the Keith name, but another Keith. But uh, we Keith we, Moon. Yes. The drummer from Long Dead Drummer from The Who. <laughs> but we we went to the pizza shop. We went out to the bars all night. We were drunk. We went to the pizza shop, and we or and I love that you knew that of me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know my rock and rolls. I know my rock and rolls. But we we had just walked in, and the second we walked in, Sean immediately hangs over the entrance, halfway in, halfway out, with his arm holding open the door and pukes all over right in the entrance. Ooh, just everywhere. Just that big. doesn't sound good. So, and instead of leaving, he then decides to plop, sit down to the the, pick, the the table inside, first one there, and he was sick. And the problem was it was rush hour for college students leaving bars. Yeah, so, when he so puked, everybody was in the Everyone kept walking. It was... Sorry. So all these pretty college girls walked in. And they started screaming when they realized what they were walking through. And this happened. And it took. And the problem is, whenever this poor guy who was trying to clean up the puke, more people kept coming in and stepping walking in the puke. And realized when it was in yelling. When and they, you when you got to do that. And then getting puke footprints well, everywhere. Well, what you got to do, especially when you have something like that go down, is you have to like shut down the area for a little. You bit. have to get yeah. And everybody right just stop. Store. So like the person that's cleaning it up just needs to let everybody know stop walking. There's puke all over the ground. Give me like ten minutes. Give me a fucking minute to get yeah. some of it cleaned up. If they didn't, they kept because, walking through getting no, puke footprints all over is, the place. Is, you know, you're so, gonna track. So it was funny to me at the time because I was sitting away from the chaos, just observing. Trevor's eating a fucking calzone. No, He's I was like, waiting. Ah, ha, ha, I was just waiting for calzone laughing. And, All right, and Trevor. And my buddy was still sick, and then he, he stumbled out of there, and they finally opened it up. Trevor sometimes has a volume issue, folks, and, yes. and I love him to death. He's, he's one of my best friends. But, man, I am sitting right next to him, and he is Sorry. screaming at me. He's like, so I was in there, right? And I was having a great time. He's like a, he's like a wrestling promoter. Yeah. He's like, you better, I you better tell know you what's going on this summer, brother. There's a thing Summer called Hulk. Slam. There's a thing called Hulkamania that's sweeping the nation right now. <laughs> Johnny, well, let me tell you, just hearing the word wrestling gets me really excited. Oh, I have a size 60 inch chest. Oh. So this is what yeah. I deal with. <laughs> Whatever. All right, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah, brother, you're gonna come in here and you're gonna think that you can be on top. Well, I'm gonna get up on that top rope and I'm gonna show you what's gonna happen in a one, two, three. Yeah, well, I'm still have Elizabeth, and you're not gonna get her. Oh, brother, don't you talk about Elizabeth. <laughs> Those are our shitty uh, wrestling uh, impressions, folks. We lie, we cheat, we steal. Yeah. Rest in peace, Eddie Ass Guerrero. Grass or, or, uh, ass grass or uh, our cat or cash. Nobody rides for free. I thought that was fucking. Uh, that was the. That was the the high school seventies movie. I don't know. Uh, I thought it was Days and Confused. Anyways, so uh, do you have a movie? Wait, what happened in the the story? You were in the restaurant and your buddy puked and people were walking through. They kept walking through and it took like 15 to 20 minutes before he finally got up. But for 15, 20 minutes, it's a lot of college students and a large portion were hot college girls walked and tracked puke everywhere and screamed 
and didn't help the situation. Of all. course not. And they that didn't, wasn't helpful. They didn't have enough common sense to be like, hey, no one go through here right now. They just walked right through it, scream. They didn't even bother to, like, pay attention, and they looked it's in. It's just so funny, because, like, some girl's having a great night, and she's like, man, that was great. We danced, and I got that guy's number, and he's going to come home yeah, later. Yeah, and I jerked him off in the alleyway it, real it's quick. It's funny. They're just like, let's go get some food, and they're just walking, 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 walking. Blech. And then, yeah, they just walk through. They're like, what's that? Ew, somebody's cleaning something up. And they get inside the a restaurant, they're like, oh, my bump. God. They see what's on their feet. No, it was, dude, it was... Because, you know, they wear those, like, heels and stuff, yeah, bro. So they, they probably had fucking vomit all over the feet. Yeah, and it ah. was, like, late springtime, so they were dressed in horse. Yeah, they... Damn, Trevor. It was, uh, <laughs> not fine with me. Young girls be dressing up. Ladies, horse girls, hit us up. I think women should have to wear ID cards to let us know that they're over 21. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Agreed. So there's no confusion, 18. folks. So, so there should be different levels. 18, so you don't do jail time. That should be the base one. After that, there should be like another stamp. Kind of like a passport thing. Like 18, all right, you got a stamp. Well, no, because you're 21, you, you got another passport. stamp. I want these girls to be wearing them around the neck, you know, visibly. Yeah, it has to say Same their thing age. for young men. If you're, if you're a young man in a school with a hot teacher... I want you wearing an ID badge, letting them know the whole time while bad, you're banging them bad. that they're I'm a child. Hot for teacher. You're a child. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did that ever happen in school? Like really? At least while you were in school, had you ever heard of a story of like a kid banging a teacher? Not while I was in school. We did. It was always like the students. The students were the ones fucking in the school. Yeah, but the but, teachers were fucking in the school and the students weren't there. Yeah, the students were. I'm sure the teachers would like lock the the teacher room, or they would go, they would go to one of the the shitty. They lock the teachers' lounge and it's just a giant orgy. Yeah, or there's like usually, our, we had a shitty school, so we had a lot of uh, little like portable trailers. Like our fucking library was like a portable. I remember trailer. portables. Yeah, they we were, had a bunch of those. They had to house the kids yeah. because they were overcrowding. And, of course, these things were, like, built on just a flat a flat of asphalt, and there was no security cameras out there. And, yeah, I'm sure there were teachers doing... were on doing... cinder blocks. They were in, like, a, a field, or... Yeah, they were on cinder blocks in a dirt field, and basically you yeah. could crawl under them. Sometimes there'd be snakes under them and shit. Ours were also on, like, cinder blocks or things, but they were on a... They were, it was on a giant flat of asphalt. But, yeah. I'm sure there are teachers fucking in those portables, too. If I was a teacher, I'd be like, hey, let's go in the math I'd, portable I'd by the library. <laughs> let's go in the library portable and fuck around. I more understand teachers doing drugs at school than teachers fucking at school. What if teachers doing drugs while fucking in school? Then that's a teacher that likes to party, and I'd like to take their class. <laughs> but what if they also eat pizza with pineapples on them while, well, they're, then, while uh, they're doing drugs and fucking? I'll bitch slap them, and I'll make them do more drugs, and I'll fuck them. And you won't eat pizza with pineapple. I'll on. knock it on the floor. <laughs> knock it on the floor. I'll we have sex. So, so we're learning how much that pizza and pineapple. It's a non-starter, yeah. man. If a girl, we'll if a girl I really like, yeah, is is into pineapple on her pizza, that might be a deal breaker. I might just have to stop right there and just be like, you know, this has been a great night, uh, but I don't think I can go out with you anymore. Why, over the pineapple and pizza thing? Yeah, over the pineapple and pizza thing. The fact that you don't even understand how much of a problem that is, that means we can't be together. <laughs> I need I need my girl to hate pineapple on pizza just as much as I so, do. So so pineapple so pineapple pizza is a no go. It's no go. Give me the title right there. There you go. Pineapples and pizza no go. Alright. 
So you have a movie review? Yeah, I watched this uh, documentary last night. It was on PBS. But uh, it was called The Spill. And it was done back in like 2010. So this was quite a while ago. But uh, really interesting documentary. And it basically goes to show how the BP oil company went from being a oil company that nobody really knew about and it wasn't like a big player into one of the biggest companies in the world. Um, yeah, they own Arco Gas and a few other so places, yeah. What ended up happening was there were a lot of these smaller uh, oil refineries and oil uh, setups and BP came in with just enough money to buy up Arco and a couple of smaller ones uh, Amico, Amico is another one. Ah. So they bought up these small oil refinery companies and these small petroleum companies. And when they did that, they bought into all their old equipment. And instead of doing the normal thing, which would be run, running maintenance checks uh, and repairing your equipment, they basically said, fuck that, we're going to pocket the money and we'll allow it to just run until there's a problem. And they allowed this to go on for multiple uh, sites for multiple years. They had a spill that was really large in uh, Alaska. They had a huge spill, I think that was in 2006. A few months yeah. before that, uh, they had a giant spill in, or they had an explosion in one of the old uh, Arco uh, refineries. There was a, there was a gas pressure buildup and the people didn't notice and basically the fail safes that were supposed to protect the people in the plant failed and it ended up killing you know six or seven people uh there was a lot of instances where that kept happening and within years you know so usually if something like that happens um it's a it's a incident that isn't acknowledged as much because it's like oh you're working in a yeah unsafe environment every once in a while an accident's gonna occur but these accidents started to happen more frequently and within closer time ranges so leading up to about 2010 there is a giant uh oil rig that is in the gulf of mexico that they are uh pumping a ton of oil out of under the ground uh really far depths into the earth and the reason why this is a really interesting thing is because uh, America had basically found a ton of uh, petroleum oil uh, under the ground in uh, the Gulf. And they were like, whichever company can set up fastest out there drilling can basically have it, have the contracts, have the subsidies. And so BP started setting up these oils, uh, oil uh, wells, and one of them ended up exploding. <laughs> Damn. So when it exploded, it killed a bunch of people on the on the rig. It uh, caught fire. And the real problem when you're trying to put out a fire on an oil rig in the water is that the oil's catching as you're trying to put it out. And no matter what you do with water, it's not going to put it out. So they had had a break in the the pipe that was running the oil up. So there was a ton of oil just being spilled out into the Gulf of Mexico. It was one of the largest uh, ecological disasters in the world. Is that Valdez or those? That was uh, BP. This oh, was, there's name of, that's the name of oil spill, but all right. Well, I'm not sure if that was it, but uh, there. I think a few years later, the bigger spill happened. Okay. So this was a precursor. 
Um, the documentary didn't follow up until I think it was like 2013. The bigger spill happened. But yeah, the problem with these companies is that they value making money and running consistently and constantly over human safety standards and the environment's well-being. And the environment's well-being, exactly. So what they do is they keep running these unsafe equipments and they keep injuring people, but instead of uh, fixing anything or, or halting their production, they basically pay the people off and tell them not to talk. They give them non-disclosure agreements, they pay them uh, out of court, and most people settle. But there were some family members that were killed and injured that weren't gonna settle in uh, out of court. You know, uh, a lot of them took VP to court and ended up winning and got even nice. more. But it's such a drop in the bucket to these giant companies, man. Literally the lawsuits that they get in about a year must be about $50 million, maybe a little bit uh, higher than that. But <clears throat> they're making billions by running, you know, monthly. That's why they should just spend the money on the safety valve that's hundred grand versus spending millions of on lawsuits. But to stop and to do that takes time, takes repairs, and that's going to take away from the bottom line. So a lot of these people just don't value human life. And they just value money over, you know, safe working conditions. Yep. And a lot of these people are going to continue to die. Work safety accidents are going to go up, you know. And it, it just makes for a terrible example. If you're a person working in a really unsafe job, even if you're getting paid well, yeah, it, it's it begs to ask the question, do you just want to die going to work? You know, I don't think anybody does. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk don't have to worry about that, so why does the average guy? Yeah. Well, they're trying to be space cowboys. They have yeah, they're fix. trying to be space cowboys, and BP's trying to be the biggest fucking oil conglomerate in the world. But, you know, Exxon and Texaco and all these bigger companies, uh, Valdez, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's, it's just the same bullshit with capitalism over and over again. Profit over people. Yeah. The day that businesses start realizing that that is a, uh, it's a faster route and it's a, a way better way to make money, but your business will crumble fast. You know, nobody would want to work for a company where people are dying left and right. Yeah. Blood money, man. Blood money. Blood money. So, yeah, it was called The Spill. Uh, it was a really great documentary. It's about an hour long. Uh, all right. all, out of ten that. rolls of film, out of ten barrels of oil. There you go. Uh, out of how many how many eight, birds? That eight are barrels of oil. oil or eight fucked up ducks. There you go. Eight eight dirty ducks. Eight dirty ducks. Eight dirty ducks. Don cleaning soap. Thanks for keeping our ducks clean. Yeah, that's all Don ever got. Don got so much free promotion from cleaning up. Like, they ducks. did that for years yeah. in commercials. They're like, remember us? We're done. We cleaned up a bunch of dirty animals. <laughs> that were sad. Yeah. Sad, dirty animals. We cleaned them up, and then we gave them pineapple pizza in the end. Ah! <laughs> Chris runs it. Oh, speaking of stuff that drives Chris crazy, let me talk real quick about the show last night. I went with my buddy Austin, who used to be in Black Mammoth. I went to... How's Austin doing? He's all right. He's he's uh, 
working in the cafeteria for the... Working hard for the money. He's working in a hospital in the cafeteria serving food. Cafetorium. Over in Springfield, the River Bend Center. Okay. And he, he's still drawing and painting and doing music on occasion. and Hell He's yeah. doing all right. Good. But we went to the psychedelic rock show. We were told it was psychedelic. And the first band was good. They were like surf punk, kind of like dead candy sounding. And then the second band took stage and it went downhill real quick. Oh, no. That, that was what I, I wasn't quite sure if it was a man or a woman, but they said, yeah, we're lesbian and we're a, we're a progressive alternative band from Portland, Why Oregon. lesbian? Seagull. And we're a progressive alternative band from Portland, Oregon. I looked at Austin and was like, oh, no. This is going to rock. Yeah, and then they, they, they started playing and it didn't rock so well. Like, all right, this person had some good guitar solos in there. They obviously watched some Eddie Van Halen guitar tutorials. But... The song structure and everything was just like really annoying college rock from the '90s. Like it was just like really well, we bad are, '90s we alternative. Are in college town. Yes, but I felt like I was like flashback to the '90s where it was. I was waiting for Dave Matthews to pop up any moment. Like God damn it. Where is Hootie and where is his blowfish? Yeah, is he gonna blow these fish? What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like some of the music out here, but. Out here very, on the West Coast. It was very grunge. It was very Northwest grunge. Well, out here on the West Coast, man, there's so much EDM and there's so much like hippie rock and there's so much college rock. And it, it There is kinda, punk and metal, but it's a lot more underground. Well, and that's kind of where I'm like, I just want to hear some metal. It's, pretty much. It's it's at it's it's at two or three venues here. Yeah, I know. And that's where it's like you can hear hippie college rock every fucking two seconds. But there's not as many people like it. And if, if once you leave this area, like, there aren't too many... There, there, there aren't... music's big out here, yeah, too. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of the area still rural, but... But you're good old boys. But you're not going to have as many, like, country... You're not going to have as many metal or punk bars in, like, Yonkala or, like, fucking Cottage Grove. Yonkala. Or, yeah, up, up in those other places, you're not going to have... I went out to a real country bar out in Yamkala one time. Or maybe not Yamkala. It was outside of town. Maybe it was in Benita or some shit. But I went into the bar, and they were getting ready to close, like, in an hour or so. So they were, they were wrapping up, pretty much. But the band was going away, and it was a country band. And uh, in the bar, it was like a real country bar, man. Everybody was there. It was Friday night. Nice. A buddy had dragged me out there because he had a girl he thought that liked him. You know, you know how that goes. He's like, come on, man, I need a wingman. I'm like, okay. And so I go out there, and it, it's an hour to close, so terrible timing. But everybody's got a cowboy hat on. Yep. Cowboy boots. And they are cowboy, hardcore dude. Dale Earnhardt fans. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Fuck Kyle Bush. Eat my asshole. Show me your asshole. So what ended up happening was we got there. I was flirting with some chick at the bar, but I had no money. Mm. So he bought me a beer, which was nice. Um, but then he tried to chat up this girl for like 10 minutes, and she shot him down immediately. And then he goes to me, and he's like, let's get out of here. And I'm like, we just came all this way. We drove like 40 minutes out. I'm like, I'm not leaving immediately. You know? Oh, and then, damn. Because she was probably from that area. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to finish my beer and I'm going to talk to this girl and stuff. And it turned out 
the girl that he hit on, she was friends with. So she comes over to her and she's like, let's go. <laughs> she steals my girl away. Ah. And then he's all pissed off. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing here? This is a shitty country bar. It's about 40 minutes to close. They're doing last call. You know, like, the clock on the wall says three o'clock. Bow, 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 bow. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer it was right just now. such a freaking stupid trek out there uh, to hang out for 30 minutes and just to have him get shot down it, immediately. Was it pretty out there? It probably was. It was nice. There was a lot of pretty little white girls in the bar, a lot of brood, uh, brunettes and blondes. But, uh, yeah, it's a country vibe, you know, which I don't mind it as much. I don't mind it it's, either. It's big in Florida, too, in certain places, but I'm not I'm not uncomfortable at a country bar, but I feel out of place sometimes. Because everybody's trying to be country, kind of, if yeah, that makes any sense. Yeah, you know it is. And, like, I've... It's like when you go to a punk bar or a metal bar and everyone's trying so hard with the jackets and shit. And, like, like you, I've... And you I've, don't have to dry that Yeah, on. like you, I've, I've lived in the country... I've lived in the city. I've lived in all places. I've so lived, I've lived it. I've lived all these places. So for me, it's like, even though I've done some cowboy things, you will never catch me with a cowboy hat and a belt buckle boots. I, no. That wouldn't be me. I there would, would be it. certain places, like if you were in Tennessee or Texas, yeah, that's probably the norm. But most places, that's not the norm. You know. If you there is a lot of spots. Eastern Oregon does have a lot of cowboys still. Definitely, Eastern, Eastern Oregon, Oregon is all farmland. It's farmland, ranch land. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. There's still a lot of mining. There's uh, there's timber out there. Agates is actually. There's gold in them there hills. Not so there. It's more agates are a big thing. Also called thunder mining one day. We should go gold panning. Uh, There's also a lot of geodes. I've done it. It's just a lot of shifting through piles of. Yeah, you got to sift through rock. I've done it before. It's what if we off. come across some gold, Trevor? It's not going to be worth enough. It's not going to be worth what the gas. What if we come across something? Well, knowing what our if we luck. come across a good time? That's probably we yeah. come across. And maybe a weird lady in a trailer with a soup can to give you. Yeah. She wants to bang you out in the dirty trailer. Well, she wasn't trying to bang me out in the dirty trailer, but she definitely wanted <laughs> to know what we were doing. And she was living in a dirty trailer. She wanted the penis. We were hiking through <laughs> this uh, area. I sure I found a... I found a can of soup on the ground, a vegetable soup, and I've kept it for good luck uh, in my truck because every time we go mushroom hunting, it brings us mushroom luck. That all rhymed. <laughs> truck, Damn. luck, mushroom. It all rhymed. <laughs> Sally sells seashells. I'm on the seashore to see six sailors and shell shock soldiers. Sally's a slut. She is. That's the moral of the story. Uh, re- real quick, we got another one. Uh... Bucket list of places you'd like to be kicked out or banned from. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this the other day. We had some A good fancy ones. restaurant. I want to get kicked out of a real fancy restaurant. You see, like, pizza with pineapple, and you just kick it. You immediately kick it Sir, off the table. Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Well, you I'm stand like, up no on the table, problem. and you just feel kick that. Feel go that shit. Just a real blah. fancy restaurant would never have pizza on pineapples. Or yes. pizza, pineapple on pizza. Pizza on pineapple. <laughs> you imagine the reverse? Yeah. yeah you people I'd make have no a sense. What is this, a Rick and Morty episode? That's a Rick and Morty shit right there. <laughs> but, uh... Little pieces of uh, pineapple for little pieces of pizza for your little mouths. Yeah, little, little bits. I would want to get kicked out of a flat earth mating society. Like, I would start asking questions like, what's the deal of Antarctica being a giant wall everywhere? What's up? 
why is the moon just this fleck of light? Like, I would just ask a bunch of annoying questions. <laughs> I would, like, I would randomly... You're like, stop I, trying to poke holes in our livelihood. I would also probably urinate random make, corners I of the room. I make my living selling these flat earth shirts. I'd probably also pee in, their, in the room in random corners. But, like, I'm trying to see what would happen, you know? I'm trying to do a physics experiment. There's just so many experiments that you can do to prove that the earth is moving, first of all. And there's just so You've many. not been in a plane, people. Yeah. Go in a plane. There's just so... Yeah, but it's flat. It's flat. <laughs> that's, that's their whole thing. They have no scientific evidence to back it up, but they just... They assume it's so flat. Also, other places might get kicked out of a Scientology church. I uh, I want to also get kicked out of a, uh, a bingo session. Bingo parlor. Bingo parlor all day. I want to get kicked out of death row. I want to be such a piece of shit <laughs> that they're just like, get out of here. We don't want to kill you. Ooh. That's I'm like, oh, you don't want to kill me now? <laughs> that's good. I'd want to get kicked out of a, a traveling antiques exhibit, like the antique roadshow antique thing. Antique roadshow. I just want to, like, kick stuff over and be like, your grandfather was a liar. That isn't worth shit. And she starts crying. <laughs> Slapping that yeah. pictures and stuff. Give me this fucking Stradivarius right here. Just like, ah, smash it. Like, that's about a painting. Well, I'm covering get... it with poop right now. <laughs> I want to get kicked out of a police station without being arrested. Mm. You know, just go in there and cry wolf a bunch. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Or woo. Like, well, there's a crime outside. No, I guess you guys just missed it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to be quicker, man. There's fucking crimes everywhere. Oh, there's another one. You just hey, missed you it. You guys need to put those donuts and those pizza of <laughs> the pineapple down. You got to solve these crimes. They're like, crimes. get out of here. I'm just like, what? I'm a citizen. I'm allowed to be here. You can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, just start throwing logic at them. What, are you going to arrest me for standing here? I'm videotaping everything. That's, that's the cop's kryptonite. Nobody knew that the videotape would be cop's kryptonite. Yes. That's been. <laughs> it's like, we're going to show the world that you're a piece of shit. And it's like, I'm still going to beat you up. And it's like, yeah, but we'll ruin your life. It's like, I, well, uh, I like my life. You know? I like my life with my wife and my kids. All right, I won't beat you up. Yeah, you won't beat me up, you pussy-ass pig. It's like, what? <laughs> I also want to get kicked out of the Special Olympics. That would be hilarious. There's got to be stories of, like, parents being drunk at the Special Olympics. <laughs> and it's like, some 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 Randy, some Randy Marsh Some Randy Marsh stuff. Yeah. I thought this was America. America. I thought this was America. Oh, that guy down there? I guess that's my guy. Yeah, I'm going to train up and beat him up. I need about seven more beers, Sharon. <laughs> yep. Um, I want to get kicked out of a hospital. That's pretty fun. Um, I also want to get kicked off of a, uh, what is it? A goddamn, uh, Ferris wheel? That'd be fine. Like, somebody that just refuses to get off. You're like, I'm not getting off. And they're like, sir, you gotta get off. This is your tenth Ooh, time around. That'd be good. What? I paid. <laughs> I'm staying. That'd be good. I want to get kicked off a, uh, traveling riverboat where there's some gambling going on. Yeah, like one of those old big paddle boats. Yeah, and it's like a reenactment and some motherfucker's like Mark sir, Twain. Sir, you're gonna have to leave. Smokes like a but sir, here in this in this part of the, the this river. part of town, sir, you are no longer welcome. You are being a ruffian, sir, and a troglodyte. We do not appreciate such antics. The best antics. thing about old southern folks is they'll still take you out and shoot you. Yep. <laughs> I will take you out to the to push up daisies, as you would say, sir. These daisies will not be pushing up themselves, sir. You will be helping fertilize. And then Foghorn Leghorn just shows up. This laser hound dog everywhere. That's how he talks. 
I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. Do the whole foghorn leg thing. <laughs> That's not a good foghorn leghorn. You got to do better. <sighs> Hold on. I say, I say, I say. This lazy hound dog everywhere. <laughs> He's causing all this ruckus when he should be taking care of that chicken hawk that's been. Well, let me tell you. He's been causing all these problems with the chickens. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, fun place to kick out. I've been kicked out of a church, firstly. I've been kicked out of a blues place. I've been kicked out of a hipster open mic place. I've what been, you're saying, Trevor, is that you can't be out in public. I'm not yourself. done. I've been I've been banned from the community garden on campus. <laughs> a few places. It's Did you get time. banned from the community garden? Would you steal some shit? Yeah, I was stealing a few herbs yeah. to bring back. But it was just like a little bit of rosemary. It wasn't it a lot. Was it was like a handful. Yeah, one. it was literally like a handful of cilantro rosemary. Yeah. One little Ziploc bag. The guy came out and he's like, hey, what are you doing? Put that down. I'm like, well, I already picked it. I might as well use it. Leave it there. Or I'll call somebody. And he, had his, he was this fat, surly guy with a ponytail. He looked like... He looked like Steven Seagal's fat son that didn't work out at all, uh, and uh, he he was just upset. It was a Sunday. I was on my I was on my way back from the river, and yes, I was might have been a little drunk and stoned. <laughs> surprise, surprise! A little shit face. You're like, what? You got a problem with me stealing? Yeah, I might have had a flask in my in my jacket pocket. But yeah, Trevor's like, you got a real problem, fella. You got a problem with me? Yeah, I drunkenly argued with him for five minutes, and then he was getting ready. He was picking up his radio. Get out of here. Yeah, he was picking up the radio. I'm drunk. You're drunk. (laughs) I just start saying, my way, my way, the highway. It's just one of those days. I just fly magically. It'd be pretty funny. I've been kicked out of some other places, too. Well, you need to act your age and not your shoe size, okay? Hey, I'm about to be double my shoe size in a few weeks here. Yeah, Trevor's all jacked up and jacked off because it's his birthday coming up. And I got to go get him a, a cool, cool uh, present. Eh, it, can be, it can be lame. Yeah, I'm going to get him a, I'm going to get him a pallet so he can build something. Okay. Or you just got me like a small thing guitar picks too. That'd be cool. I'm going to get him, I'm going to get him Pandora's box. And by that, a girl named Pandora. I'm gonna get a her. Box to, from Pandora. To, I'm gonna get her. You to gotta find a, a chick from Pandora. You gotta, you gotta find a chick named Pandora. Pandora and have her hold a box and carry it around. Just be like, yo, ask him, ask him, ask him what? Do you want to open Pandora's box? Oh, open up and it's it's pizza with pineapple on no, it. No, it's pussy. Uh, she just has it right by her crotch. <laughs> it's Pandora's box. Get it? God, you cops are uptight. <laughs> Loosen up, motherfuckers. Yeah. So I got some uh, quick gun violence facts, according to Google News and many other sources, that old white men are the highest demographic to commit suicide by guns, and young black men are the highest demographic to be shot and killed by guns. Damn. Men are four times as likely to be successful suicide of women. Because they're more likely to use a gun. They're a good shot. <laughs> sorry, sorry, woman. You want? Sorry, ladies. You want to be as good as us, but you're not as willing to just pull the trigger. Sorry, ladies. Trevor really hates women. That's his not true. problem. Not true. <laughs> we just know if, if you want to die, want to die. Um, yeah, and uh, suicide, especially since uh, the pandemic, has jumped dramatically. Oh, of course, man. There's and, nothing to do other than kill yourself. And gun violence in general. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's something that 
I don't think that they, the government and the people wanted to talk about at first was like the amount of repercussions that this was going to have on a lot of people, which it did. The psyche, bro. Yeah. It, yeah, like it was a sort of thing like if you didn't have your mask, you couldn't do what you wanted to do. Like, oh, you don't have your mask? I guess you're not taking that bus to work right now. Or like, I guess you're not going to the store to get that medicine you need right now. Right. Figure it out. And instead of like always providing masks, a lot of times the companies would be stingy. Like 7-Eleven was notorious. They'd be like, oh, we know you guys have a lot of poor customers, but instead of spending a few bucks for the masks, we're just going to make them wander around and try to find a mask. So I'm sure you had some guy one day is like, can't get the stuff I need. Ah! Just shoots himself. Can't get nifty with my 50. Ugh. All right, Trevor. I think that's it, man. That's pretty much it. Yeah, we're at 54 minutes. Why don't you play us out, brother? All right. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Quick update. Episode 18. Higher Eagles Pussy is online now. Trevor, thank you. All right, folks, we'll catch you next time. This has been a great podcast. Thank you for being with me, Trevor, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Later, everybody.